the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Guess what? My teacher said that evolution caused a reptile to lay an egg that hatched into a bird. Is that fact? Did you ask your teacher how she knows? Did she ever see it happen? Oh, Grandpa, it's in the science book, so it's gotta be right. Science books used to say that the Earth was hollow. The world was down there. But that was wrong. So be careful about trusting everything in a science book. But the book I do trust is the Bible, God's Word. It's never been proven wrong. When I asked if anyone had seen a bird pop out of a reptile's egg, I already knew the answer was, they didn't. Life on Earth hasn't evolved, but was created. Do you know where to read about that? Are you talking about Genesis, Grandpa? Yes, indeed. The first chapter of Genesis gives the account of the six days of creation. Time and again, God makes various plants and creatures who reproduce after their kind. Do you know what that means? You mean that everything stays the same? Not exactly the same, but would stay in the same family of plants or creatures. For example, God created the horse kind, which eventually gave us donkeys, zebras, and horses. But they're still the same kind. They didn't become alligators or birds. What that science book is trying to say that every once in a while, an alligator would pop out a bird or a giraffe or maybe even a little boy. How can people believe something as crazy as that, Grandpa? That's a great question. You see, some people just refuse to believe there's a God. So they'll invent all sorts of stories to try to replace Him. That's so sad, Grandpa. How can people be that mad at God? In Jeremiah 17.9, the Bible says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? We need to pray that the Holy Spirit will soften those deceitful hearts so that they can learn to accept Jesus and be saved. And that's a fact. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, President of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, along with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salzwedell, all directors of SABSA. We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the first verse. <laughs> the skit would strike most people as saying, okay, well, science never said that, that a, that a reptile laid an egg and out ate a bird. Folks, I challenge you to look up on the Internet a California professor named Goldschmidt and type in these words, hopeful monsters, because he had a hopeful monster theory that said exactly that. And what he was recognizing, this is a evolutionist with a Ph.D., who said, well, there aren't transitional forms that show us the trail from one kind to another, so there must have been rapid evolution instead of slow evolution. 
And it's amazing how the evolutionists play uh, with data, play with their theory. The old idea was, well, evolution is happening so slowly that you can't see it. The new idea from, from Goldschmidt is, well, it's happening so fast we can't see it. Well, which is it? Maybe if you can't see it, it's not happening. Hmm. <laughs> Carl, what do you think on all this? Well, I think that uh, the, the skit does kind of exaggerate to some degree what the evolutionists have been teaching with punctuated equilibrium, but it's not far off. And Stephen Jay Gould was one of the scientists who recognized that uh, there wasn't enough scientific evidence to show transitional forms between kinds. So he also proposed that there was some sort of rapid transition. In other words, not just a few little bits of information was gained at one time, but reams of information was, was gained all at once and caused a rapid transition in the, uh, the kinds of animals to bring them from the microbe to man evolution. So it's, it is something that is still being taught in our schools, and it's something that our, our people need to know about and be able to counter with information. Scientifically speaking, this just becomes even more impossible. How could a mutation or two cause essentially a whole chromosome or more worth of information to suddenly pop into existence fully functional? That's just more than impossible, that's just ludicrous. As it talked about in the skit, what we're seeing then is, ooh, this, the gradual changes, actually that's what most evolutionists are, they are gradualists. But the gradual changes couldn't have occurred because we're not shown in the fossil record. So you have these evolutionists who've gone to very rapid changes, not because it's logical. The logical thing would be to say, okay, well, evolution didn't occur, but they will save it at any cost because they don't want to admit there was a creator, there was a designer. Terry, where would you go with this? Well, I look at the bigger question. The, the bigger question is, what do you do with dinosaurs? And the scientific consensus used to be that the dinosaurs died out 65 million years ago at the end of the um, Jurassic period. And now the scientific consensus is, well, they didn't, they didn't really die out. They just became birds, so they're still here. And they, they even try to classify dinosaurs as a form of bird or birds as a for, form of dinosaur. But as a Christian, what do you do with all this? And it amazes me how people can read about the behemoth in Job 38 and try to deny that they're talking about a dinosaur there, that God's talking about a dinosaur. It says, look at behemoth, which I made along with you, and which feeds on grass like an ox. What strength it has in its loins, what power in the muscles of its belly. Its tail, this is important, its tail sways like a cedar. The sinews of its thighs are close-knit, its bones are tubes of bronze, its limbs like rods of iron it ranks first among the works of God yet its maker can approach it with a sword and it goes on from there but the people that want to deny that that's a dinosaur they try to turn it into an elephant they try to turn it into a hippo they try to say well it was just speaking about some kind of imaginary creature that didn't really exist you know why they would be using that as an example um, I don't know 
but they do everything they can to deny that the Bible's talking about a dinosaur. And incidentally, in, in terms of behemoth, it is not just that he had a tail of a cedar, whereas both the elephant and the rhino have the wimpiest tails on the planet. They also should note that it says raging rivers. Flood stage rivers would not move it. Elephants and rhinoceroses can't handle flood stage rivers. So you're talking about a huge thing. Yeah, I think a long-necked dinosaur that could stick its head up above the water would be, handle it. Yeah. would be a very different thing. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we're talking about <laughs> the hopeful monsters theory or punctuated equilibrium. Punctuated equilibrium is uh, is something that most uh, standard people across the country or around the world have not heard of. They've heard of evolution. They've heard of gradual changes over time. But the late Stephen Jay Gould of Harvard came up with this idea, and then it was promoted by Stephen Stanley of Johns Hopkins University and today Niles Eldridge of the American Museum of Natural History. And what they're saying is, we've looked at the fossil record, and the fossil record does not have a steady amount of transitions from one body-shaped kind to another. Therefore, it must have happened rapidly. It had happened gradually. And incidentally, that is still where 70% of evolutionists are. Most evolutionists do not even believe in this punctuated equilibrium stuff. They are gradualists. They think it happens slowly over time. But these guys were at least honest enough to look at the fossil record and say the transitions aren't there. So it must have happened very quickly. And the process that they theorized was that there was a large amount of radiation, the sun went nuts for a period of time, or that we had the introduction of new biological information, E. coli bacilli, that comes from uh, meteoroids that bombard the earth and put new genetic information into it. But in some way there was something that spurred huge jumps in the evolutionary process. Now what they're doing is they're recognizing that the evidence isn't there in the fossil record but instead of going to the logical thought that well evolution didn't occur so maybe the Bible has it right. (laughs) Their idea is no we will sell anything, move any rocks, any mountains we have to to believe in a naturalistic process because we will not say that God did it. One of the interesting things about the Bible's description is that life always comes from life. We call that biogenesis. It's one of the basic observations of science. Have you ever seen a rock become living? No. And yet that's what evolution says. That underlies everything that we see, and yet these people are trying to make up a story based on what they don't see. Guys, your closing thoughts. Well, Louis Pasteur, who was a pretty good scientist himself. Exceptional. Yeah, he he was one of the people that under, well, actually proved what you were just saying, that life comes from pre-existing life. You know, what we see growing in water was from life that was already in the water. It didn't spontaneously generate. And Louis Pasteur himself was very much against philosophical materialism or the idea that matter and energy are all that exist, which is the basis for the general theory of evolution. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who could know it? And that pretty much sums up the 
feelings of most evolutionists. They can't allow a divine foot in the door, so they're going to do everything they can to keep it out. So there's, like you said, they they can invent pretty uh, pictures and uh, write dramatic stories uh, about nothing. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A.org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. For meeting time and place, please check our website as we are moving from our old meeting place. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR website, click on KSLR Podcast, and scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us next Saturday for Believing the Bible. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.